Hello and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica on the 29th of August, a Sunday in 2021. And here we are. We are at the end of August, the end of another month, which I frankly cannot believe. <laughs> I just can't even wrap my head around it. But Okay, it's the end of another month, and a new month starts on Wednesday. So let's get to it. First of all, I have an announcement. Um, last week there was a glitch, and I posted my podcast after I recorded it. I posted on Podbean, and it automatically sends it to, you know, Twitter and Facebook and my website, and I. Uh, saw all that happen, checked in on all of them. They were all fine. What I didn't do is listen at all to them. Why? Because normally I don't. <laughs> I've just listened to myself for half an hour and I didn't feel like listening to myself again. So I learned that this is um, a mistake because what happened was there was something weird going on with the Podbean page when I posted the podcast last Sunday night. And I thought, it was weird and I was like seeing code and stuff on their page and I probably should have just rebooted the page, but I didn't because the podcast went through and it says, hey, it's been published. Well, it wasn't published. It looked like it was published on my website and Facebook and Twitter. However, it wasn't and people were texting me the next morning saying, hey, is there a podcast? And... I said, yeah, I put it up last night. And then what really was going on is that it showed up, especially on my website, it showed up, but it wouldn't play. So when you tried to play it, a big X came up. And I didn't know this until somebody showed it to me on Monday morning. So then it was a mad scramble to figure out what was going on. And I wrote to Podbean and they're like, well, the last episode we have for you was the week before's episode. So not last week's episode. So I just reposted it Monday morning. Well, what was Monday morning for me and may have been Monday afternoon for you. In any event, it went up on Monday, even though I thought I put it up on Sunday night. So I apologize for that. Um, it was a technical glitch and I didn't know what was going on. And you would think Mercury was retrograde, but it was not. <laughs> anyway, it was just a thing, you know, it was more like Uranus stationing retrograde, but okay. That being said, let's get on with this week. And speaking of Mercury, Mercury is the planet of the week because Mercury is tonight, depending on where you are, uh, where I am, it's changing signs tonight, late, and maybe for you, it's changing signs tomorrow. Maybe it's already tomorrow in your region of the world. But Mercury will change signs to Libra. It's leaving Virgo. It's only been in Virgo since August 12th. And it is going into Libra. Now, it likes Virgo a whole lot. And it hasn't stayed very long. Um, but I have to say, one of the things that has... Um, caught my eye about this is, you know, Mercury likes Libra. You know, Libra's an air sign and Mercury works in air signs and stuff. But what, what's really caught my eye about this is that it's August 29th and Mercury is going into Libra, you know, a little after 11 my time. And what it's really going to do is stay there until the first week of November. What? <laughs> what? It just 
blew through its own sign in Virgo. It blew through. It blew from, okay, it was really the 11th, okay, till today. So what was that, two and a half weeks? Two and a half weeks in its own sign. And it's going to spend over two months in Libra. Well then, let's talk about this, shall we? I made a post on Instagram today um, about, with my whiteboard, about the fact that Mercury is going to go retrograde in Libra. And I explained what Mercury retrograde is, if you don't know, and if you have not heard of that before, or if you've heard of it, but you don't really know what it means. And so here's what's going to happen. Mercury is going to get almost all the way through Libra. And it's going to get there um, through the end of September. And Mercury on the 26th of September, which is a Sunday, which will be a meeting time for us in this lovely podcast, Mercury will go retrograde on the 26th of September. And again, it's going to be my evening and maybe your tomorrow. And what's going to happen is that Mercury isn't just going to be... Um, at, um, you know, retrograde, it's going to go all the way to like 26 degrees of Libra, which means it's going to square Pluto and it's going to square Pluto on the 22nd of September. Exactly. Okay. So first comes the square to Pluto, then the retrograde four days later, then what's going to happen is that Mercury is going to exactly square Pluto again on the 1st of October, okay? So that's, that's you know, two weeks or so, week and a half, week and a half. Um, about a week and a half, it will make two squares to Pluto. That's because Mercury is going to be very, very slow. And it's going to slow down and screech to a halt and turn around and it'll make that square to Pluto and then it'll, you know, make another square to Pluto and it'll keep going retrograde until it finally goes direct in October. And that's going to be an interesting time because Mercury will go direct on October 18th and then what's going to happen it's going to square Pluto again, but not for a while, not for a while, because it'll um, square Pluto um, actually on the 2nd of November, so shortly before it leaves and goes into Scorpio on the 5th of November. Um, so remember earlier this year, Mercury did a dance with Neptune. It was like doing some dances with Neptune and three times with Neptune. Now it's going to be Pluto. But it's going to be squaring, squaring Pluto. And we don't have to think about this just yet because this isn't happening for a little while. But I'm preparing you now. Why? Because Mercury's already going into Libra. And this is going to be a long journey of Mercury and Libra. Now, Mercury, we know, is communication and intellect and speech and thought and writing and speaking and all of our communicative mediums like text messages and emails and if you still have a fax machine which very few people do and um you know 
my upload didn't make it and you know podcasts not appearing when they should so so I have to be very careful with about with that um and what's going to happen you know it's it's an interesting thing what's going to happen is mercury is going to talk to pluto in in a very challenging way three times and why am i talking about this now cuz cuz i'm preparing you because mercury and pluto are interesting combinations because there's going to be three passages and it's going to happen over the course of the next two plus months and mercury when it gets involved with pluto in a challenging manner as it will is going to be very deep perceptions and deep conversations and deep truths revealed and deep intense focus so if you want to focus on something if you've got a project and you need really strong focus that's the time to do it yeah because you're going to be able to zero in on it because Pluto is going to give you that laser sharp focus if you are going to if you say you're going into therapy ooh, therapy is going to be deep and revealing in any kind of dark corners of your psyche is going to emerge we hope so that you can clear it right now mercury and libra does not like messy mercury and libra likes pretty mercury and libra likes sweet words and polite sentences and lovely conversations and aesthetic ideas and gorgeous productions of illustrations and art and you know because Mercury's drawing too. Venus is drawing too, but Mercury's drawing, especially in Libra, ruled by Venus. Um, but this is like, this is not, <laughs> this is not Libra's favorite thing. It's like, what do you mean I'm going to have a dark conversation? I don't, I don't want a dark conversation. Libra likes to keep things lovely and kind and polite and beautiful and aesthetically pleasing. Pluto comes in, you know, Mercury gets entangled with Pluto three times. It's not going to be all that. Yeah, there's going to be moments of that, but maybe in a very pleasant and lovely way, you're going to have to tell someone a very deep truth. Maybe it's not going to be some sort of profound smack across the head. Maybe it's going to be, because <laughs> sometimes Pluto does that. Pluto's like, hey, you know, what's going on? Um, maybe it's going to be a very focused, polite, clear, but gentle, but pressing, deep conversation where you keep your words, you know, accurate and clear, but you get to the depth of the matter. Okay. And you get the point across but you are reaching a very deep place. Now, this is also a pl place, you know, and a time to do some very deep journaling, do deep inner work. Like I said, if you go to therapy, um, Mercury can be uh, a little bit of a trickster when it's retrograde and maybe wants to sort of navigate things a little differently with Pluto and doesn't necessarily want to face the deep depths of the unconscious mind you know maybe it wants to just sort of keep things light and sweet as Libra does but 
I don't think that can happen. I think that everyone's going to have to get used to the fact that something profound is going to happen as we get through this Libra transit. It's going to be a couple of months, and it starts tonight. So we want to pay attention. We want to start paying attention, but we don't need to get involved with Pluto till the end of September. Now, yes, it starts where that square happens on the 22nd of September, and then the square doesn't really happen again, and this is all exactitude, until October 1st. However, in my estimation, when I look at my ephemeris, which is my book of positions of planets, when I look at my ephemeris, I see Mercury slowing down, squaring Pluto, slowing, 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 and still remaining within reach of Pluto. And even though the square is like a week and a half, a week and a couple days later, this is something that I consider one long square, okay? That's one long square. That's just, it's not really going to move out of square with Pluto. It's, it is a three-time event, but the big stuff, the big intense stuff is going to happen from, you know, September 22nd through October 1st, and then for a few days after as Mercury passes and goes backwards past Pluto, okay? And then we get to revisit this in early November as Mercury is direct, and it's, you know, leaving, getting ready to leave Libra. So we're going to have to ask ourselves what we've learned, what we've gone deeply into, what we've connected to. And so I'm preparing you, as I've said several times already in this podcast, so that you know that this is coming. If you have a project to do, hey, great, dig yourself into that project. That's a really good time to prepare. And so you know, it could be really profoundly helpful and productive. So use the energy that way. Don't get depressed. Pluto can really pull you into that underworld. And we, we really want to avoid that. We want to avoid being pulled into the underworld by Pluto. We want to connect with depth in our being, but we want to be sure we don't get like sucked in to the vortex. Okay. So that's part of it. So that's one of the things that starting tonight, starting tonight, we have Mercury going into Libra. So it's really the only planet that's changing signs this week, other than the moon, which normally changes signs. Now, in the meantime, other things are happening this week. And one of them is this coming Thursday, the 2nd, where Mars is opposing Neptune. Now, Mars has been in Virgo for a little while. And Mars in Virgo is very exacting and can be a little critical and maybe a little bit particular about how the details get sorted out. And Mars in Virgo could get, you know, irritated in a way that it's like, well, why can't they do that better? Why can't this be done more efficiently? Why, you know, that's that's a Mars in Virgo. That's Virgo typically. But it's Mars, and Mars is very much, you know, pushing it to the edge, pushing it to the limit. Okay, so we've been dealing with Mars in Virgo for a while, and it's not going to go into Libra just yet, but it's going to oppose Neptune on Thursday. That's an interesting aspect. Okay, why is that an interesting aspect? Because Mars and Neptune are very different energies, and 
Mars is the warrior. Mars is the one who is upfront, direct, and very clear. And really, you know, in the airy sense, they just say what they think. They focus on the task at hand, the moment we have in front of us, and they are extremely, Marsy people are extremely um, energetic. Neptune is not, okay? So when there's an opposition, which is a challenging aspect, and this only happens once every two years, you know, Mars takes two years to go around the zodiac. And Mars is not going to retrograde this year. So Mars is just going to do this once on Thursday, um, you know, at 10.42 a.m. in the Pacific time zone. So that's 11.42 a.m. for me. And that's like 1.42 in the Eastern time zone. And you can do the calculation for where you live. Thursday is going to be very interesting, <laughs> and even Wednesday and Friday, because Mars is still going to be hanging around Neptune. Mars doesn't move zip, you know, that quickly. Um, Mars and Neptune are strange couples, because it's, Mars is very direct, and Neptune is indirect. Neptune hides things. Neptune is the veil that makes things kind of invisible. Neptune is where it's shielded, and we don't have all the information. Neptune is where we um, find some covert activity. Now, Mars and Neptune can indicate covert activity, and Mars and Neptune can indicate things that are not as clear as we might expect them to be. And Mars is, I take action, and what just happened? I, I, I thought I took action. It's like something kind of evaporated. That's Neptune. And when Neptune's involved, we're not entirely certain where it evaporated or how it evaporated. We just know it evaporated. And it's a little underhanded. So watch your dealings with people on Thursday. You know, maybe um, something is a little not kosher. Maybe something is a little bit sneaky. Maybe something, not necessarily that you're being stabbed behind the back or something, but maybe you are dealing with something and it doesn't feel exactly clear. So, and if it doesn't feel clear, then you want to check and recheck and cross your T's and dot your I's and make sure you are aware of all the behind the scenes things. So you might get someplace, say you check into a hotel that day and it's like, oh, this is nothing like what we expected. Hmm, well, we were maybe a little bit deceived. And Neptune can be deceptive. Or you get there and it's like, wow, this is really like better than I thought, you know, because it's like, you know, Mars, Neptune, oh, yeah, I'm expecting this and I'm getting that. <laughs> Mars takes action and direction. Neptune renavigates everything to a different direction. So you thought you were going straight ahead, and that's what Mars does. It goes from point A to point B, but then Neptune gets involved and, oh, we have to take a detour. And so maybe the detour is a little uncertain. And so you've got to also have some faith and some trust in the detour. And you might be being detoured for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And, you know, be careful if you're traveling in a foreign country or something and there's a Mars Neptune, I think, you know, you need to be just a little more aware of your 
handbag or your backpack or anything. You know, here in Costa Rica, you could be hanging out in Manuel Antonio and enjoying the beach, Neptune, and hanging your backpack on a tree, and a monkey comes along and unzips it and takes things from it. <laughs> That's Mars Neptune. <laughs> yeah, I just put my backpack on the tree. I actually had this happen one time where I was walking along Manuel Antonio in the park, and I had to chase away a monkey that was like in somebody's backpack and the monkey was very adequately unzipping the backpack and I alerted the guy who was sitting under his backpack relaxing on the beach Neptune and I let him know that the monkey was like gonna dig through his backpack monkeys will take anything they take your sunscreen they'll take your keys anything shiny they will take your wallet too so um look out for those monkeys or anybody else that might put their hand in your handbag. So that's a, that's a Mars Neptune too. So be careful in your dealings with people, be careful in your dealings with animals and especially if they're wild animals and be careful in your dealings on a regular basis this week, because it could be a little foggy and you thought you were getting something or something directly and it was not exactly what you expected. Mm. So maybe you need to work with that a little bit um, and tone down your expectations or, or, or find out where you might have been not given the entire story. Um, then there's also the fact that if you take Mars and you use it wisely and not in an aggressive way, and it's in Virgo, so it's not terribly aggressive, and you use it with, through the lens of Neptune, you can have a really powerful meditation it could be like, you know what, in my meditation, I'm going to focus on this. Like Neptune is healing, and so Virgo is healing too. Neptune's in Pisces. Um, Virgo's a healing, healing sign. And, you know, I think that you say you want to do some healing work within your meditation. Great. Mars, Neptune's great for that, okay? Um but it also can be something in the news happens and we find out something that we didn't know. So, and it can be anything. Moving right along. The other things that happened this week is that uh, Mercury is going to trine Saturn on Saturday the 4th. And I know in the United States it's Labor Day weekend. So Mercury, Saturn's a little more easily flowing information and clear information. So that's good. And maybe whatever, maybe whatever confusion ensues during Mars, Neptune gets cleared up with Mercury, Saturn. Then there's uh, Venus squaring Pluto next Sunday when we meet again. And it's really, um, you know, Venus-Pluto is always an interesting thing. It's, you know, once again, it's the Persephone myth because, you know, the goddess gets involved with the Lord of the Underworld and we start to look at things very, um, from that perspective of going into the Underworld and shining a light there and Venus is like relationships and you know Mercury and Libra's relationships too so remember wherever Mercury's going in these two months it's ruled by Venus and so we got to follow the trail we've got to follow the dispositorship that Mercury's now going to be in Libra and the ruler is Venus and she's squaring Pluto next week hmm so there's going to be some interesting dynamics and they can be very sexy and they can be very um, secretive 
and they could be very profoundly creative on a deep, intense level. So you want to look at that and you want to connect with that. Now, Venus is in her own sign and she's going to square Pluto much the way Mercury is going to. So when Venus gets to that point next Sunday, she's preparing us and maybe giving us a little bit of information about how Mercury is going to behave with Pluto, especially since Mercury is going to be in her sign. So she's like throwing a cue to Mercury and saying, hey, look, this is what you can expect with Pluto. So pay attention next Sunday when we've got the Merc the Venus square Pluto because we're going to get maybe some information about what's going to happen with Mercury. And then we have the Virgo new moon on Monday the 6th. Now that is a week from tomorrow and it's technically next week's podcast, but it's at 14 degrees of Virgo and it's the new moon. And so this is good. This is a new moon. It's a new experience. It's fresh energy and it's interesting. Um, it's back to school time. So when we have the new moon in Virgo, it really feels like autumn is beginning and out in the Northern hemisphere and it's back to school time. You know, it's like, go get your, go get your notebooks and get your book covers and, uh, get to the bookstore and get what you need for chemistry class and, and those kinds of things. So, uh, that's an interesting aspect because, you know, it is in Virgo and it is ruled by Mercury and the sun will be trining Uranus that day, which is going to be pretty cool. Like the moon and the sun are going to, are going to make some trines to Uranus in that, uh, new moon. So that's actually really a profoundly good aspect so that I like that the new moon is going to trine Uranus. It means that it can really be sparkly and it can be really, um, I think maybe clear up some of the residue of the full moon that we had that was under the station of Uranus. So it was a profound full moon. I think a lot of information came forward for me, but I'm an Aquarius and the moon was in Aquarius when it was full. But this new moon might really ease some of that information because it's trining Uranus and it's making a lovely aspect to Uranus and it's talking sweetly, both planets, the sun and the moon, talking sweetly to Uranus. So I think we might see some flowing energy from what we experienced last weekend from the full moon. And that was, that was a complicated full moon. Um, I think it was good for manifesting, but I think a lot of truths were revealed as Uranus turned around and the moon was in Aquarius. I think a lot of truths were revealed and maybe they were a little uncomfortable, but they were good in the long run. So, you know, maybe this new moon next week will smooth things over a bit and we'll get, we'll get a little more enlightened. Mars is going to try and Pluto. That's a big day that Monday. Um, in addition to the new moon, we're going to have a bunch of other trines. We're going to have Mars trining Pluto because Pluto is at the end of Capricorn and Mars will be at the end of Virgo. And that's, they like each other. They're buddies. Mars and Pluto are buddies. So I think we've got some really profound, interesting aspects coming forward that are going to provide us with information as we go forward and like the autumn starts in, in the new, in the Northern hemisphere, in the new week, in the new month. Um, Venus is going to try Jupiter too, which is really good. So I think that new moon in Virgo is actually going to be 
very good very good it's fresh energy it's uh, under a Venus trine Jupiter in air signs it's going to be under a Mars trine Pluto in earth signs um, and it's just it's a lot of earth energy because the sun and the moon are in going to be in earth and they're going to be trining uh, Uranus like I said which is also in earth so there's a lot of there's a lot of earthy energy coming forward now um, when we deal with Mercury in Libra, it is going to be part of an arrangement of planets in October that all go direct at the same time. And I mentioned that a few weeks back, um, and maybe it's a month or more, since there's going to be four planets going direct, simul like almost simultaneously, not really simultaneously, but within like a week, week and a half of each other. Mercury will be one of those planets. So I advise you to pay lots of attention to Mercury as it goes into Libra. As we get into this tonight and tomorrow, start to notice what you see shifting as it shifts out of Virgo, its own sign, and it goes into Libra, the next sign. And see what you can ascertain from that. What do you, what do you glean from this shift? And how does it feel with Mercury in Libra, an air sign? and Mercury, Mercury likes air signs. So let's start to examine and connect with Mercury as it moves and shifts into a new area of the zodiac. So, um, and it's going to eventually oppose Chiron, but we're not there yet. That's going to be on next week's podcast. So we'll, we'll talk about that then. And we'll talk more about those nice trines that we're going to get on Monday the 6th. In the meantime... Watch that Mars-Neptune. Don't uh, let the wool be pulled over your eyes. Be very aware. Be very clear. And just try to not be fooled by anybody. You know, um, I think I got a little fooled under the, the Venus-Neptune that happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, you want to be careful with this Mars-Neptune because it's, it's a little more of a direct energy um, Venus is a little sweeter, and and maybe Mars opposite Neptune will be as sweet. So it might be a little bit. Oh, wow, that was that stung. Mm. Anyway, so just just pay attention to that. Keep your radar clear, okay, and aware. All right. So that's one of the things that we want to we want to be paying a lot of attention this week. Um, we want to pay attention to that. Mercury going into Libra because it's going to indicate a big shift for the next couple of months. That's where it's going to be. We want to pay attention and be clear on that Mars-Neptune because that's a really good one to be clear under. And, and then otherwise, we can enjoy the week ahead. And I hope you have a beautiful week ahead. And if you need to contact me, um, you can do so. Info at thegoldenastrologer.com. And if you need to contact me about a session, you can go to the website, thegoldenastrologer.com, and just click book online. And you want to also be very aware um, that I do post on Instagram fairly regularly. Um, and if you'd like to hear things about what's going on on a daily basis, well then, in addition to other little fun things I post on Instagram, then go see my Instagram, The Golden Astrologer. And I'm on Twitter at Astrology. So, Mercury and Libra, that's happening now. Libra's about relationships. 
What are your relationships telling you? We're going to find out over these next couple months. There's going to be a lot of dialogue about this, okay? So start looking at your relationships. Start looking at your dialogue. Start looking at your aesthetically pleasing experiences and your ideas. And let's connect again next Sunday. And if you need to, I just listed all the places you can connect with me in the meantime. Thank you so much for listening. Much gratitude to all of you. Please have a beautiful week.